With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Cannoli Coach Podcast. I'm Kimberly Hambrick, and today I'm joined by Chris Steckline. Chris is the Chief Transformation Officer of Steckline Consulting and focuses on leadership development transformation for organizations, as well as leadership and personal development for individuals looking to grow personally and professionally. Chris, thank you, and welcome to the Cannoli Coach. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am too, and um, hopefully I pronounced your name right. You did, absolutely. Okay, practice makes perfect. Thank you. <laughs> hey, would you mind just sharing a bit more about yourself with our listeners? Yeah, so can I give you a little bit of background on myself? So I actually grew up in Manhattan, uh, Kansas, small college town, and absolutely loved it there. A great place to grow up, and you know, out of college, headed south. Um, actually got into HR, kind of even in college, got into HR. And did that for quite a few years, working in different manufacturing plants, really overseeing all HR employee-related activities for, you know, up to 750 employees for facilities. So did that for a number of years and loved doing training and development and teaching and coaching. And, and I think that's part of the passion of what drew me the HR career route from a business standpoint, because you're interacting with everybody. That's why I love that. And, and I just did that for so long. And then as we grow and develop and our goals kind of develop and our dreams develop, I knew I wanted to do this full-time on my own and, and launch my own company and been doing it for several years now. Great. Thank you. I, I love your title as Chief Transformation Officer. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, it's one of the things I've always tried to get like our HR peers to understand is, you know, as an HR person, you have a seat at the table, but part of your whole role is to be transformative in people's lives and in the business. It's to be successful in any business, that, that leadership role has to be transformative because you're going to so many people. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and I do want to sh- uh, tell the listeners that uh, you and I met at Turning Point, which, did, yes. is, which, which was an amazing uh, professional personal growth event in Atlanta a couple of years ago. And um, you may have been aware of what you were signing up for, but I wasn't. Uh, and I think I might have shared this uh, uh, on a post or two. So part of Turning Point was a rope course. And I remember about two weeks out getting an email and it said what to wear to the rope course. And I'm like, what rope course? I, uh, I, I missed that memo. And so we get there. It was an amazing, you know, day and a half first in a, in like in a room. And then we do the day on the rope course and they had three different levels. So you could do chicken little where you didn't get off the ground at all. Uh, middle of the road where I think, you know, you got some air. And then they had this one group called insanity. And for some reason I found myself over in the insanity group and you happened to be in my group. 
And Lord, um, that was amazing. But what I want people to know about Chris, not only is he a wonderful human being and he's going to impress you with his knowledge and what he does, but he probably still has finger claw marks on his <laughs> shoulders because um, we're, we're up, I, I think it was about 70 feet off the ground. It was, yeah. So minimum, I think it was like 70 feet, yeah, easily. Yeah, thank you. Because when I tell the story, sometimes I get higher off the ground, but it was 70 <laughs> feet off the ground. And, and I was really impressing myself and I was doing well until I wasn't doing well and lost my train of thought and I'm sitting on my bottom up on the high wire and I was able, I did pull myself up and I was so proud of myself, but we still weren't done with that contraption. And as a team, we had to walk across together on these um, wooden beams that were swinging. And if it weren't for Chris, if it weren't for you, and your shoulders with my fingers, you know, dug into them, I would not have made it across that last 10 feet. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, there's a reason why they call it the stupid thing, right? I mean, it, <laughs> it pulls every inch of your growth out of you. And that's part of the reason for that. That's why it's in that three-day experience. Uh, yes, absolutely. The, the transformation in myself. Uh, throughout that event, but especially there. And one of my favorite pictures is one of our team crossing those, you know, swinging two by fours together. And I always tell people, you see that hand? That's me behind Chris. <laughs> Not letting go. Yeah, I wasn't letting go. So thank you. Thank you for saving my life that day. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> um, Love it. Uh, Chris, you know, I, I always, I, I share with my guests, the concept of the podcast is really built around moments in our life that impact or empower us forward. And so I would love for you, do you have a defining moment or two that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I've got quite a few, honestly. Um, and you bring up Turning Point, which is interesting, because I actually had gone like the year or two before when you had come. I'd, oh, I'd, one of my family members. And so I got to experience it like you did the first time. Right. And it's like, Oh, wow. And, um, so one of my stories of it is, is actually we had to climb a telephone pole. I think it's like a 65 foot telephone pole and jump off. I hate heights. Like I don't, like, God made me little for a reason, right? He made me short for a reason. But for some reason that day, I, I was actually trying to do one of the smaller groups. I, I was actually trying to do the hiring group and I kept getting pushed down the groups were full. I was like, and somehow I ended up kind of in the middle of the pack, so to speak, right? Uh-huh. And I thought, well, this is going to stink because I don't get to do the, I don't get to do the high rise stuff. Ending up coming to find out my group did the same stuff you guys did in the high rise groups. And so I really kind of had an epiphany of we were going to do the telephone poll was the first thing we had to do. For some reason, I had the decision to go first of our group to climb it and then stand on top and jump off. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, I, I was like the first one I'm doing it and I made it work and getting, but you know, I tell that story, but the, the power of it was when we did the debrief, really, is some of the feedback from my group members was like, wow, it was fun to see Chris kind of be the leader of the group and kind of step out of the comfort zone. And it sounds different when you're doing it in an environment with already growth-minded leader type environment where you're seeing it from it. Because if you're doing it day-to-day, -day, it's just what you do. You don't recognize it. Your peers kind of say that was a, was a powerful thing for me. And that really kind of changed how I thought about how I interacted with people um, and, and gave me an awareness. And you, and you know, it's, it's, 
we get stronger in our awareness and we grow, we become better at what we do. Yeah. That really led me to really kind of launch my own business kind of on the side at the time. So working in my corporate career, but coming back and seeing my corporate career still differently. Right. And so that was a big thing for me, motivational. And then, and then a couple of years later, like I launched all of the John Maxwell programs into my company I was working for. I mean, it was probably, it would have been about a $250,000 program that I get given to them. Mm-hmm. And um, interesting enough, I had my performance review and I said, you've got to quit spending so much time developing the people. And I looked at them, I was like, that's the strangest things I've ever heard somebody tell me. And um, he's like, we got to focus on recruiting. And it was so interesting. I was like, well, that's not our problem. Like, we're hiring 400 people every year. We can find and hire people. The problem is we're not treating them well enough people. Mm-hmm. You right then, I was like, you know, the more I thought about that review, and it's just like, this isn't my place anymore. This is not my role. And that really kind of fostered me launching my own business, saying, I'm on my own. Like, take the leap. Go do it. You're good at what you do. You want to be doing this full time. Go do it. And that really kind of kicking the pants to go do my own business. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Um, it's fascinating to me that in the HR department, you were criticized for developing those people too much. Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's one of those things that, you know, it's, it's not coincidence. I mean, you and I both agree there's no coincidence, right? It's, it's what we make of it. And I had put that in my, you know, I had, I had put that out in the universe. I was going to have my own business. And that was the kick I needed to say, you're not getting the hint, young man. Like, draw, you know, that kind of was like the draw line in. And I probably wouldn't have had the awareness if I hadn't gone through Turning Point, to be honest. Yeah. Because it is, you know, people think of a safe environment of a corporate cor- culture and a business. But anymore, that's not even a safe bet, right? I mean, I've worked with so many people that have lost their jobs thinking they're going to retire. And it's really not that safe either. So go do what you do and love and give it all you have and go from there. So I think it just was one of the things kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, I love that. And, and you're kind of leading into a follow-up question, but I want to circle back just for a teeny tiny minute. Sure. I, I believe that I did recall that you had done Turning Point before. Mm-hmm. But now I'd like to ask you in front of all my people, why in the hell did you not give me a heads up? <laughs> because that would, have ruined the, that would have ruined it for you, right? I mean, you were on your own growth journey that weekend. Yes, but... Just as I was, and, and you were actually in a group that had, I think, three or four of us that had been before. And so we were at a different level of awareness in our growth journey going back again. Like, we saw things differently. And um, part of our growth journey that weekend when we had been back was really to let you guys fully experience it and really support you guys. And you did. Yeah. And, so and you about us on the equipment, we knew what was coming. We knew how to make it work. Um, but it was, it was just one of those things you help people out, let them have their journey and grow. Yeah, thank you. And, and, and you were very supportive. And there was only a few snickers at me. There weren't <laughs> a lot, but it's all right. Um, so, so you kind of, in your conversation, talking about Turning Point and that leap that allowed you to leap from corporate into your own business. And so what is it about it that's motivating you these days to do the work that you're doing? You know, it's really just to see the transformation in people. You know, you get to see a little bit in the corporate world, but now even more is you get to work with truly people that want to grow and develop and really want to see that growth in their life. And that's really the passion of it, whether it's working with, you know, teenagers and kids. As you know, we do a lot of training with kids as well, or, you know, somebody that's not where they want to be in life and, and they're stuck, and, but they know there's more for them. 
that's the fun of it. It's like getting on a coaching call and helping somebody break through that barrier or that limiting belief that's holding them back or, you know, working with a business that's struggling and they could, if they can just get their leadership team focused and communicating more effectively, that whole world opens up. So that's the, that's the fun of what we get to do every day. <laughs> Absolutely. People all around, I mean, the U S the world, wherever, I mean, like we go on transformation trips, we get to go help people in Costa Rica and Guatemala and where else do you get to do that? No, that, that's so true. Right. And, and, and I love transformation because I, as you've said, I've seen it in myself and the growth in myself. And then to see it in somebody that you're working with. Um, so I, I definitely know that's one of your indicators of success with what you're doing. Because when you see that light bulb, when you see it in their face, when you hear it in their voice, mm-hmm. that's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, that's the reward is, helping the person be successful because we all get so comfortable in what we do every day. And, you know, we kind of get these self-limiting beliefs and like, man, if we can just smash those, it's amazing how the world opens up for us. And it doesn't have to be a gigantic goal. I mean, it can just be, you know, somebody that doesn't feel like they can lose weight and you get them in that mindset that they can lose 10 pounds and like the world opens up for them. It's, it's, it's just amazing how easy if we can get those limiting beliefs away from us, how successful people can be. And that's, that's just so much fun. Like a good example, we did we did some leadership training yesterday with teens, middle aged kids. We did goal setting and vision boarding, and they just loved it. It's like, you know, who, I mean, that's kind of fun for you know a middle schooler to get to do, get out of class and go do a field trip doing that. Yeah, that is so neat because, as you said, some of the work that we get to do with the John Maxwell team, we we do work with the youth, and I, I know you do the leadership game a lot as well for companies. Um, one of one of the first times that I did it, I did it with teens, Mm -hmm. uh, middle schoolers, but I was helping a friend out who was new to the YMCA and was doing basketball camps during the summer. And so he said, Hey, you know, would you come up? Um, I asked people to come in and do things. I said, great. And so, you know, I'm sitting in the room and I have my game set up and, and these kids come off the basketball court, you know, from a win or a loss. And they're like, what the heck's this? Yeah, no, we're not going to do this. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, we are. No, this is, I want to go watch the game. And I'm like, no, we're going to sit down. And the power of that game and a lot of the things that we do, because I remember seeing one of the, one of the kids in the back of the room, not engaged, not being a part of the conversation. And, and full disclosure, I actually saw him earlier being dropped off and it wasn't a good situation with the adult that had dropped him off. So he, he was kind of beaten down a little bit. Um, and somewhere in that game, I noticed that he moved up in the seats and then he's contributing to the conversation and to see it, it really was an impactful moment for me to know that maybe for the first time, somebody was listening to him. Mm-hmm. I love when we get to do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, like you said, the leadership game, I've done it in businesses and like one of the first sessions I did we had brought a group together that doesn't get to see themselves very often that kind of branched all over. And um, it was interesting because we had them in, we had people in tears, like mm-hmm. the they were having the open dialogue and things that need to be said. I mean, half the room was in tears or laughing or having fun. It just, it's amazing the power of getting a team together and having honest discussion and feedback in a really fun way. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's me. And that's, that's the fun thing is you do that session. It's like, okay, they're going somewhere. Like they've broken a barrier down. They're on a roll. That's, yeah. that's part about what we do. Yeah. And I also know, thank you. And I also know that you're launching 
a nationwide initiative focusing around middle and high school students. So you want to talk about that a little bit more? Yes. One of the cool things is I've got access to several DISC reports for middle schoolers and really high schoolers, and it's really helping them understand themselves, um, how they study, how they learn, how they interact with them, their, their teachers, their, their parents, or the students. I mean, we didn't have that when we were going to school. <laughs> you know, and it's, so it's amazing. You know, example I use, like, you know, when I was going to college, I, well, I struggled in undergrad, right? I mean, I just did not do well. I don't care how much I studied. It just wasn't going well. And there was a lot of self-limiting beliefs in there that, you know, looking back now, you see them, but then going and doing my master's degree and I ended up getting a 4.0 and straight A's across this, what changed? It was actually how I learned differently in one, the, the, the master's program connected with me being kinesthetic and I was able to, and I got it. But being an undergrad, I had lecture hall tuner kids in the room. I was like, I, I checked out so quickly. It didn't, you know, it just didn't connect with me. And so we're teaching kids how to do that, how to, how to find the right place to study, how to, how to listen to your teachers more effectively. So they're, you know, they're being incredibly successful. They're being incredibly good stewards in the community and, and really opening up doors for them. Like, you know, if they're looking for scholarships to get into college, they're getting the grades to get the scholarships because they've got the blueprint of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so important for kids these days or just even how to know who they are, not be bullied and all that, you know, young kids go through to be able to help others. So we're really launching that nationwide, running several different programs for those those age kids to, to really take, you know, their own growth and development to a level and help their parents out as well. I mean, I don't have kids of my own, but you know, growing up, I, I, you know, it's not easy and anything we can do to help, you know, parents and teachers be successful for these kids and these kids be successful. I'm, I'm all for it. So that's one thing we're going to launch pretty soon. Yeah. Awesome. And I, and I love that. You know, I, my, my corporate career was as an educational consultant and you would say, and I, and I do have children, they're young men now, but and I can think back, you know, in the dinosaur days when I was in school, um, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do when I grow up. I, there are still days that I'm not sure I know what I wanted to, but, <laughs> but if I knew what I was good at, if I knew how I learned, mm-hmm. and then if the teachers knew this about the students, and if as a parent... And, and that's the power of information that you're bringing to the groups of people. So it's, it's really an exciting access, assessment and one that is greatly needed. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to all the good that you're going to be doing with it. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So we talked a little bit, we kind of dropped, you know, John Maxwell's name. And I was on a call earlier today and I, I said something, then I said something else and the woman's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you just dropping names? And I'm like... I know, but we work with these people. You and I are on the John Maxwell team and we're allowed to say that we're business partners with John and he's our friend. And, and, you know, I joined it, you joined it first and foremost to grow ourselves, but then to use those resources out with others. And I love talking about leadership and I love, uh, you know, your intro. I mean, I look at personal and professional growth sort of interchangeably uh, you know, because they are there. So would you mind um, maybe sharing any important leadership lessons you've learned and how you're applying those now? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think one of my favorite quotes just of John's is, you know, leadership of influence, nothing more, nothing less. And I mean, even, I mean, I've used John ever since I graduated from college I and mean, I've used his content for my own personal development, like because my companies didn't have it. And so it's like, I'm going to go find it myself. But even during my corporate career, I mean, 
you didn't have to have the, the title or the position to be the leader. You didn't have to have, I mean, I, I know working manufacturing facilities, a lot of times the, the people that had the title were not the influencers in that facility. And mm -hmm. that's one thing we always teach with our employees is, is man, you've got influence and, and, you know, you are a leader within this group and yeah, you've probably got more influence than I do a lot of times. And, and so we would get them to understand that is, and get them engaged that way. And so we, we use that quote, I mean, it's a, it's a quote to live through because every leader can use it with people they're leading. It's like they you're going to get 10 times more of your team that you're working with if they understand they've got influence as well and they need to hear their voice. That's one of the things that's always resonated with me. Like, I don't care what role you're in. You've got influence. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. And that's one of my favorites as well. Um, you know, being such a youngin like you are, I, I'm sorry to ask this question, but somebody had asked this about me or ask of other people on a LinkedIn post. And it just really started me thinking, you know, uh, there's, there's a couple variations. I think the question I answered was, what do you want your tombstone, tombstone to say? But what really I'd like to know, you know, what do you want to be known for when it's all said and done? What do you hope people say about you? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things I, I love people saying is just that it wasn't about me. You know, my focus has always been about other people. And it's, I think it's one of the things that drew me just in the, the business world from an HR standpoint, just because you're dealing with people. And it's, but it's not about you. It's not what we're doing now, it's not about us. It's, it's helping other people be successful. And whether it's volunteer, I mean, I love to do volunteer activities with different charities that I've got, you know, a passion for. And that's just the fun part because it's, again, it's, it's helping somebody else be successful. It's, it, at the end of the day, it, it's not about you. It's, it's, it's what you're leaving, your impact on the world. And you're helping out a kid or you're helping out somebody that's stuck in a job that's, that they don't like and they're frustrated. Again, it's you giving what you've learned, the awareness that you've gained you're a little bit farther on that journey than they are and, and giving that to them because people have given it to you. And, and that's what, it, that's what it's about at the end of the day. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, you do that. Uh, you, you definitely do. I, I know that about you, but I've also experienced it. And I'm just not talking about getting me off the high wire. <laughs> I, I, you know, that, that, that was like, you were like the crazy woman, I got to get her down. But you know, um, after that and, in our conversations, you are one of the most supportive and you are one of the most giving and you're not about holding back on information that you know, if it's going to help me and others move forward. And that's one of the things that I will honestly say surprised me when I got connected with the John Maxwell team and like-minded people, because that's not how my corporate career was. Uh, if you had a little bit of knowledge or a little bit of experience that was different, man, you held on to it with both hands and you didn't want anybody else to get it. And I, I, I thrive much more better. <laughs> I thrive better in the org, like where we are and with people like you. So thank you for that, sir. My pleasure. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to end um, part of the, one of the programs that I do, I had invested in myself in the lead growth system that, Mark Cole, who is the CEO of the John Maxwell Enterprise and John Griffin, uh, you know, they did. And I really did it for myself and it really pushed my transformation forward. But there are some questions in there that, you know, we ask. And as part of my We Do Forward program, I ask the question. So I may want to ask you a couple if that's okay. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So first of all, Chris, what makes you dream? Really being able to help others achieve their dreams and goals whether they're small or big, like I've always kind of been a big picture thinker and like, man, it's amazing what we can do and we could do this, we could do this. And so I've always had that ability to kind of dream bigger 
I was at. Um, sometimes I think that frustrated my corporate career partner because, it's like, well, we should be doing this and this and this and this. And I'm like, no, no, back up. Like, no, no, no. We should be here. And it's, it's, that's one of the things that just makes me so excited to help people is like, there's so much people can do in their lives that they would just think big. And man, if I get to be a little piece of that puzzle, life's good. Love it. And, and what makes you come alive? Yeah, again, it's, it kind of goes back on the same thing. It's just pouring into others. I mean, it could be a simple conversation like you and I are having over a cup of coffee. You know, it's just one-on-one conversations. It could be doing a webinar, a training session like this, or it could even be on stage. I mean, I just, it's just fun being out, talking with people and helping them be successful. Like, I don't care what we're doing, where we're at. Um, I have a lot of conversation on the golf course with friends. Um, because that's a just, you're casual, you're getting away, you're having a good conversation. So it's like anywhere I get a chance to talk and talk about this stuff. I mean, some people probably want me to shut up about it. <laughs> you know, I've, I haven't been told to shut up yet, so I guess I'm going to keep going until they tell me. Yeah, they'll tell you. Trust they'll me. Tell me yeah. People will let you know. So, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I, you know I love talking with you, but I really love getting your story out a little bit more. And, and I am truly blessed for knowing you. And this goes beyond just the fact that you, you know, help steady me and get me off of there. You, you truly are one of those people in my life that I want to be better because you believe and see me as better. So thank you for that, sir. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yes. And, and I also want to thank the listeners. You know, I am blessed each and every time you tune in. So please follow me so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and connect with me at KimberlyHambrick.com because I'd really love to hear your feedback. And I also want you to get connected with Chris and I'll be sharing contact information when the episode airs. And until next time, let's leave the frustration and take the cannoli. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.